Dun, 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 dun. We're back. Welcome to the Long Haul Podcast. Why are you just looking at me smiling? Talk, babe. I'm trying to think of where that noise is from. Dun, 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 dun. Is that medieval times? No idea. It's, it's a very strange way to start anything. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it makes me think of. <laughs> Yeah. Which, again, don't know the times no, I, on that. I, yeah, so. those are two different time periods, I feel. Well, you know. Hey, that's okay. It happens to me a lot. I remember a while ago, I was singing this song, but every time I'd get to this one part of the song, I could not figure it out, and it would turn into an, a completely different song. I'd start singing, like, the verse from one song, but the chorus from another, and I couldn't figure out. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> like, how does this song continue? This is not right. <laughs> if I ever went to the doctor, I for sure would be diagnosed with some sort of ADHD. Really? Because I'll be singing a song to myself, and I'll end up singing like a 45-minute mashup of <laughs> a thousand different songs that flow together. Maybe that's not ADHD. Maybe that's creativity that has no oh, direction of where to yeah, go. Yeah, I think it's creativity, but I feel like I would be diagnosed with ADHD <laughs> for sure. Well, if you'd like to know, we're like the highest diagnosed country of ADHD and prescribe the most pills for it. So Yeah. It wouldn't be hard to get a diagnosis here. No, for sure. I, in I France, could get they don't diagnose it. Remember we were talking about it? They basically only in extreme cases before they prescribe medication, what they do is they recommend less screen time, more outdoor time, and like different ways to direct your energy. Mm -hmm. And then I wonder how effective that is. Less than 1% of ADHD cases there in children have to take medication. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here we're like pills, 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 pills. <laughs> we're like LMFAO. But for pills. I'm pretty sure the United States prescribes 90% of the world's prescription drugs. Yep. Yeah, so. we went to... So, I mean, you know, in my area, a lot of people my age have died from overdosing heroin. Mm -hmm. So my mom actually helped put... Was that you that just stomped on the floor? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that was me. <clears throat> my mom actually put together a fundraiser for awareness, basically, because one of her friend's kids overdosed and she does this whole nonprofit, but she needed my mom to help run the whatever we we went mm -hmm. and that was a part of their story was yeah 90 percent of the world's prescription drugs are prescribed in the united states right which leads to like a the huge opioid opioid epidemic here because a lot of times it starts out with like a kid in school who has an injury and then he's given strong painkillers pain yeah. and then it just goes on and it's on a lot of there, athletes so. yeah it's a lot of athletes that yeah, turn it's really into crazy addicts yep mm -hmm. so anyways we have some topics from you guys to talk about it's been um a rough one for me this week but i have the hiccups yeah i've been crying a lot liz was emotional yesterday and i was like okay that's fine whatever and then this morning she texts me and she's like, I was working at home today and she just texts me, I got the corona. So I was like, haha, why? Like, why do you say that? No text back, whatever. So, and it was like an hour. So I'm like, I'm going to go check on her because maybe, <laughs> maybe she's sick or like can't get out of bed and I should help or whatever. 
So I go into the bedroom and she's like fully dressed, but on the bed. And you were like sobbing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's going on? I'm like, do you really have Corona? And you're like, no, I'm just emotional again. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. I can. I said I had the Corona because I woke up coughing this morning, but we have so much sawdust in our house right now. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I've been clearing my throat all day today and yesterday. Well, somebody asked, how do you, um, like mental health, how does Vito support you during this time of unknown? My husband's a great supporter like Vito, but I always feel bad because he has to deal with the craziness. I actually don't feel bad right now. Me and your husband should talk for sure. (laughs) Men's support group or what? Yeah, because like, yeah. So if you are a good support system for your wife as a man, um, and it's our it's our duty, and it's you know we're the the quote unquote like the rack and the whatever, and I mean especially now that you're pregnant because you're not you're emotional for sure yeah. as a, as a person, but now that you're pregnant, you're amped up a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's like we're going crazy too. You know, like I, I feel like men's emotions are a little less extreme mm-hmm. just because of our biochemical makeup but we still have emotions you know so it's like when you're stressing out and you're emotional like yeah i'm your support system i'm going to support you and even when you were spotting and stuff and like you didn't think that i was nervous at all like that's just my job mm-hmm. right but guys still get overwhelmed and emotional and whatever uh we're just it's our duty to be there for you but also, it'd be nice to have someone to be there for us. Not that I need it to be you. Do you feel like I'm not there for you? You don't even know. What you, do you mean? You don't even know what I am what I go through. Yeah, but I'm always here. No, I know. But it's my job to be there for you. But it's also my job to be here for you. Right, but I'm not going to be, while you're sobbing in bed, I'm not going to be like, hey, I'm freaking out too. That's not how that works. And it's just, that's not, I'm, Sometimes I'm, I'm, you I support can. you. Sometimes when, but when you're being ridiculous, yeah, then I'll be like, screw you. I'm stressed out too. When am I being ridiculous? I don't know, babe. I don't, when you're like freaking out because <sighs> Scandinavia makes it illegal for cats and dogs to live in the same house. Whatever. You're like crying and, hey, yeah, this is unjust. And I'm like, shut up. I'm like, the house is falling apart. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm freaking out over here. I thought you meant like the last couple of days. No, 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 no. That's like, why I haven't. Ridiculous. No, not at all. I totally get it. Yeah. That's why I, ha- but also like our house is, we're in like major construction. Yeah. We are not doing well business-wise. Yeah. It's very, we don't know what this year is going to look like. We don't know when we're going to get out of quarantine. We it's don't like know. It's like now we have to finish our house because right. it's a and pile of like rubble right little, now. <laughs> little income coming in, a lot going out. <laughs> yeah. And it, there's no like end in sight. And yeah, the house is a complete eyesore. So I like... I feel bad for the neighbors, but I'm at the point where I'm like, screw it. It's going to look great when it's done, so just deal with it. Right. But, you know, I have a lot going on, too. And, like, the house is a disaster. Like, I just worked all day, came home, ate, and then, like, vacuumed and mopped and organized because, like, I get in these modes. Um, But that helps me de-stress. Like, today was one of those days I had an all-day panic attack. Mm-hmm. 
where I just could never get a like a like a deep breath and I could never get a full breath sort of thing. But it's not your job to like it, not, while you're emotional, I'm not going to come to you with that. So that's why I said we should talk. <laughs> Have a husbands. support group. Yeah. Long answer to a short question. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely tough. Um, all right. There's a lot of stuff. Um, so, so Chach- did, oh. go ahead. I was just to say, Chach said how great your cousins are. Wouldn't know. I haven't seen them in two months. <laughs> in years. Chach, if you're listening, which she doesn't even listen to this. <laughs> I, I invited her to a friend's trivia night that I did last week. She was on. She was on. Yeah. Her and Victoria did not answer one question. They knew nothing. I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was so disappointed. They're like, we watch Friends all the time. and There's people who watch Friends all the time. No, I played Friends trivia with them before and they were good. I think Victoria got one answer right. Chach did not say a word the entire time. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm like, how do you not know? I'm so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, like I said, I, I think there's levels to it because there's people who watch Friends all the time, and then there's you, who just leaves it on all day long, and you'll go, th- I do you'll not. go through, you'll go through the entire series in a week. That's if not, not true. If not, less than one hundred percent. Never have I gone through the entire. series You wake in a up week. and you put it on, and you you go about Babe, your day. I haven't watched it once this year because it was taken off I, of Netflix. I get that, but when it when it was when it was, come on, don't it lie. Wasn't ever all day. You wake up, you brush your no. teeth, you drink coffee, you do like one thing on your computer or phone, and then once you start moving around, like taking action on your day, friends goes on. And then it just goes and goes and goes and goes. And then you turn it off for dinner, and then we brush our teeth, and then you turn it on overnight because it's your blanket or whatever. Babe, it's been months. I get it, but do you understand what I'm saying? When, yeah, and when you you're were completely exaggerating. Is what I said just now a lie? Yes. Okay, tell me where the lie is. I've never just woke up, threw it on, and that was it all day. Never. Like, maybe I remember in the winter a couple years ago where I just kind of had like a friend's marathon. It was when I was living in Toronto and I didn't do much and I watched it a bunch. Okay. I'm not exaggerating much. Okay. Babe, you think so little of me, I feel like. That's not little of you. You get stuff done. It's just on in the background. And then you're like, oh, I love this episode. I turned it on while I was... You don't even look at the iPad. While I was making dinner. You know every single word. And what you'll be laughing at something that's happening that's like a visual thing because you know exactly what's happening. Yeah, because it's an amazing show. So anyways, I've watched a lot of The Office this year. (laughs) And I'm going to do a trivia, I think, next week. Anyways, all right, we're just going to go through these. So fighting nice, communication, finances, Enneagram, which you're not into the Enneagram. We've done it. uh, Or when not on the same page. So Vito and I are those weird people that like we are the exact same numbers on the Enneagram. We're the exact same personalities like the ENFJ, P, whatever those are. B. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <clears throat> like, I'm the campaigner. You're the campaigner. We're both on the Enneagram twos, wing threes. 
you might be two wing one. I don't remember, but we're both twos. I know that like I've, I've made him take the test, all this stuff. So we don't talk about it too much, like I guess in our relationship, but, um, fighting nice. I feel like we fight pretty nice. We fight very nice. Uh, I feel as if we really respect each other and each other's feelings and choose our words wisely and we don't just say things right off the cuff. Like I like you or I have never said anything to each other like just out of anger that like attacks the other person's character or character or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we've never just been like well you're an asshole and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Right. Like we don't, you know. I don't think we've ever used the like identification terminology. We're like, you are a this, you right. are a that, mm-hmm. you are lazy, you are hard, you know, unless it's positive. Right. <laughs> you're just going to yeah. give up. You're so hardworking. Yeah. I'd say that <clears throat> a lot. But I think, yeah, I think when it comes to fighting, um, like we've definitely gotten into fights and heated arguments and emotional ones. I think that the big point of fighting nice is we know each other's intentions. And I know like Vito, you know, we got in a fight a couple weeks ago. I wanted you to watch something and you started laughing and I got pissed. I didn't start laughing. Let's not get into it. Anyways, <laughs> you did laugh. And there was a a big backstory behind it. But anyways, like I know that Vito would never do or say anything to intentionally hurt me or to get back at me. And that's the same, like for me, like he knows, like I would never cut, like intentionally cut you deep with words or like say something to cut you down um, or do anything to ever intentionally hurt you or even to retaliate. Like, we don't retaliate. Like, if you hurt my feelings, I'm not like, well, now I'm going to hurt yours. Right. You know, like, we don't have, we're not vindictive. So we really try to respect each other. We know a lot of things aren't personal. Like, like when I'm really upset, it usually has more to do with me than it does with you. Yeah. Always. Whenever anybody's, even the guy who yells at you in traffic, oh my gosh. he's just upset with himself. I still can't get over this one lady who yelled at me when I was walking Hutch months ago. Like this was in October mm-hmm. and I was walking to Bruno and Carrie's house and I was going across the street. I had the walk way and she's waiting to turn right so she's waiting for me to get across and i'm not like a lollygagger walking and i'm walking across the street so i'm walking and as soon as i'm getting close to the sidewalk she lays on her horn and goes could you walk any slower what are you an effing retard and speeds off around the corner and i'm like oh my gosh yeah that lady is one angry person but i was like I, my mouth had to be open. I was just like standing yeah, there. Like, that has nothing to do what with you. What the heck just happened? I have the right of way. Mm-hmm. I'm not snailing it across. And even if I was, like, who does yeah, she think who, she yeah. is? Like, where where <laughs> like, are you going? Oh, I'm like, people actually speak like this. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that happened to me. I was working at a bank in college. And I was a teller. And this guy came through. And I guess he, it was like my first week there. And I guess he was like this guy. He didn't have that much money in his account, so I don't know why he thought he was the best. (laughs) 
but he was depositing four different deposits. What and he likes his receipts back a certain way with a certain thing on it, whatever. And uh, my first time ever serving him, just drops it off, doesn't say a word to me. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Nothing. Just throws it in there. I do it. I don't know who he is, and I'm, you can only show the balance to people you know. So I didn't put the balance on. He was being a dick. I, you know, being rude. I threw it in there. He opens it up. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I know your mom's listening. But she, God damn it! You didn't put the effing receipt on there. And then he's like, put it on there. And he goes, you know what? Forget it. You're just an effing retard, like like that lady, oh and gosh. drives off. And I was like, so. I, I you're like baffled. Yeah, you yeah, can't I, even I comprehend. My, my thing is like, I always have a comeback. I always have some. I always have something to say when people are mean. And I, I just kind of like he sped off, and I was, I, I turned around, and I was, I was looking at the other tellers because they could hear everything, and I was like, did I, I'm like, did, did I miss something? <laughs> and then the next time he came, I, I go up to him and be like, hey, and then I just don't serve him. I have someone else serve him. Uh, I'm, I don't deal with that. Yeah, I don't deal no, with people like that. No, I don't deal with people who use that word. I don't deal with people who no. talk down to people. No. As soon as you start like name calling and talking down to me or anybody around me, I just I walk away. I completely yeah, disregard I, anything I have you ever say. Zero respect for people who talk down because I just there's no like there's no reason. And it makes me so uncomfortable. Like no. even when it we just were means watching, that you lost the argument. We were watching a show i don't even remember what it was oh but they're these teenage boys are like huge bullies and i it makes the way that they're talking and like picking on it like it's hard for what me to show even, was this uh the outer banks one those kids oh yeah yeah like it, even just the way that they like like bullying and things like that like it just makes me uncomfortable even watching even though i know this is a fake show because there's kids like this out there mm-hmm. and i'm like ooh, if that was my son <laughs> yeah like yeah so anyways fighting fair we just we Fight really fair. try to like respect each so, other side story i have a friend who is in a new relationship oh geez and he is not a good fighter and he'll actually blow up for no reason and really cut deep and they're in a new relationship and they haven't fought yet, but it's getting pretty serious. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, yo, these people really need to fight so that they know uh, what they're getting themselves into. Because I'm telling you, fighting fair is so important. Yeah. And this person fights nasty, dirty, <laughs> dirty, and be like, well, that's why you have a small penis and this oh and that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and they'd be like, I was just kidding. And it's like, that is not a joke. You weren't saying it as a joke. And they'd be like, that's why your mom never loved you or whatever. And it's like, oh, oh my, my God. You know I have a bad relationship yeah, with my no. mom. So we never do name calling. No. No name calling. We try not to take things personally. And definitely no. Like, once you start, def- let's say we're having a conversation on, like, Who's going to go fill up the gas tank or something? And then I come at you like, well, I realize I lost. And I come at you with like, oh, you just smell and your your legs are hairy and all this stuff. But I just start being mean. Well, it's like, okay, well, you just lost. Yeah. So I'm right in this conversation. And now you're just being a dick. Right. Yeah. So stop. There's no need for it. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of um, hairy legs, I feel like every time I shave mine, we don't have sex for like three days. What do you mean? For when did you reason. shave them? 
two nights ago. We've had sex. Uh-uh. Yes, we did. On the couch uh, yesterday. Not yesterday. The day before. Okay. We didn't have sex Two yesterday. days ago. Yeah. So two nights ago, I shaved my legs. So it was after. You shaved after. Yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> um yeah and then it's like by the time we have sex again they're stubbly <laughs> uh but anyways so and then uh like communication finances i think that those are things that like we've talked about a lot before somebody else has hold on asked a finance question how do you guys compromise on money slash finances and what to buy etc uh we don't buy anything so <laughs> we're pretty we're both pretty frugal which right. is nice we're not cheap we just don't we, we have the mindset of like we don't need anything right so you get a lot of stuff on amazon so here's the thing i don't you don't buy clothes you don't buy shoes you don't buy makeup products or whatever but you'll spend like 300 bucks a month on supplements and like 200 bucks a month on soap or whatever you know where it's like what are we doing here (laughs) okay not that one so so it's very very hard for me to argue with you on budget when it comes to supplements because you'd be like yeah well this is our health so either we pay for it now or we pay for it later and i'm like i can't even argue with this woman one because you're so headstrong when it comes to that stuff so i don't even do it yeah but two it's like it's a hard argument to have when it's like i get what you're saying but also there's a pandemic we don't need. I haven't ordered any. K2, D3, 7, 6. Yeah, we do. For See what I'm saying, guys? K2 so. plus D3 <laughs> is like one of the best things you can do to boost your immunity. Okay, but you understand what I'm saying. I haven't ordered anything except for I just ordered um, the digestive enzymes and the gallbladder complex that I was taking before because I felt so much better with my stomach. Okay. Well, don't so, give me anything because I'm fine. Babe, you've been complaining about your joints. You have to take that joint stuff. It's an omega with a joint. You need omegas. I've been taking it daily right. for months right. and my knee started hurting. So it's not the... You've om- not been taking it daily. Yes, I months. have. So it's not It's not the vitamins <laughs> that's helping because obviously it's not helping. Whatever, my knee started inflaming. Um, so yeah, I would say we don't disagree on finances too much. There's definitely times where like it's like, whoa, like... We spent way too much on this. Like, just let's look and see if there's things we can cut out, which I feel like is what we're constantly doing with groceries. We spend a yeah, lot of money on Groceries we can't get under control. <sighs> but I don't waste anything. I know. We got to figure it out. You're buying, I don't know. I've never grocery shopped with you, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing because it is a lot of money. Yeah, we spend a lot of money on groceries. It is a lot of money. So stop. Babe, no. No, because I don't know what you're doing. You want to starve? No, but you don't have to get like or shop around. Yeah, that's what I, I told you before. I'm like, I need to look at like different ads. But when so, it comes to certain things, I'm picky. Right. You'll get the organic grass-fed chicken Not that grass-fed was like chicken. red bedtime stories. And it's $30 a chicken instead of just the one who's got saline hormones uh, hardly hormones Mm -hmm. just like injected with saline to make it a little thicker and it's like i saw some the other day it has has carrageenan in it which i love carrageenan babe (laughs) 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 you're so ridiculous it's one of my favorite ingredients no it's definitely not it's so yeah we definitely need to get our grocery budget under control but this 
is such a hard conversation for me to have because when people talk about having money problems and they also buy unnecessary things, I just think to myself, well, duh. Yeah. Stop. Well, it reminds me. And it's so easy. Of like when I lived and worked in Vegas and then I worked with a bunch of girls who made tons of money and they constantly always had their nails done, their hair extensions done, their like everything you know, they never missed a nail appointment. They never missed yeah, their eyelash know. appointment. And then they would complain about how broke they were. Like, oh my gosh, I'm just so broke. I know. I don't know how to like. I don't know if I've blah, ever blah, seen blah. your nails painted. <laughs> yes, you have. Were, were they at our, on our wedding night? Yes. What color? They were like a very um, soft nude-ish okay so, so not not painted. When, I, when we got engaged, we I got a manicure that day, babe. I got you that manicure. Yeah. So you've seen my nails painted. They painted them? What color? Yeah. They were, again, just like a light pink. (laughs) (laughs) Very natural looking. Yeah, I don't know. No, in the winter, I like to paint them red for Christmas and get festive. Yeah, okay. I've seen them then, yeah. Yeah. But you don't, you're not like a... I hate getting manicures. No. no. I could use a pedicure, but um, I don't enjoy manicures at all. So stuff like that makes finance conversations easy with us because... Well, I, neither I one of us anything, like. And you I'm don't not get a big anything. shopper. Right. I'm not like, oh, I just need it. Like even with maternity stuff, I can't fit into any of my leggings anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's like two pairs I can wear, and I still haven't gone and get. I haven't gotten any because I'm yeah, waiting you, for Goodwill could, to open could, back. You up. could use <laughs> some maternity clothes. Just reach just out leggings. to some companies and see what's up. I did. We'll see. So also, oh, what was I gonna say? Dang it! Go ahead. I don't know. Okay, so um all right. How this is a deep- Oh, also, I control our investments. So, I make sure we live tight because I have a philosophy that if you have the money, you're going to spend it. Right, so we don't keep so it in our account. Get it out of your bank account and put it into an investment fund. Right, so we invest every so you, month so there's like you don't just have money, the money that spend. we don't even see. Right. And then also, it's no longer in our account, so you can't spend it. Because when it's there, you're going to spend it. That's what I was going to say. So finances, Mm -hmm. just start investing more and then living on a smaller amount. And you'll you'll just make it you yeah, make it we work. Don't, I just feel like we haven't had any disagreeances, even on like large purchases. Just groceries. I gotta figure out what you're doing. Babe, it's like a lot of I know, money. It's a lot of it money. It should be like five hundred bucks a month. It's three times that much. It is not three times. It was it, the I one... just got an alert. No, again. but that no, babe, that credit card you bought the vacuum on, we put the ultrasound on. There was like oh, that's seven hundred dollars right there. Oh, okay, good. There was like a couple other things on there. <sighs> I know, the I know. I'm like sixteen hundred dollars on groceries. What the hell? No, 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 but no, it's it's categorized under groceries. It's not it's, just the card. It's, it's cate- on the card. No, babe, I've been to the store twice <clears throat> this month, and I can tell you how much I purchased. Babe, put this away. We'll go over it later. I gotta figure this out because it said groceries. It, it categorizes it because it's the Costco card, and that's I get it. I get it. But the vacuum will be under groceries, but the ultrasound will not. It won't. I know you gave her our Costco card for that. I know, but it just doesn't. There's no way we spent that much this yeah, month. Th- that's what I'm saying. So anyways. It's wild. Um, okay. How do you deal with and support each other's childhood wounds? <sighs> you bury them deep and never bring <laughs> them up. 
No, I feel like so. I definitely feel like you've made me more aware of one of mine, which nobody really pointed out to me before. And you pointed out when we were dating and it's the fact that I hate feeling stupid. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure where that came from. But like, as soon as I feel like you think I'm stupid or I don't know, or like you're questioning me on something, then that trigger comes out. So like now that I'm more aware of it, I can be like, oh, well, I just feel stupid. Or you can be like, I don't think you're dumb. <laughs> like I need an explanation. You know what I mean? Like the, I feel like the conversations yeah. change since well, I'm more aware. I question everything. So when I question things, you would get really sensitive. And I'm like, why are you, f why, why are you being like this? And you're like, well, you just don't trust me. You think I'm an idiot. And, and then you would say that a lot. And I'm like, why do you always think that I think you're an idiot? I'm like, I don't think you're dumb at all. And then we dove into it. So dealing with childhood trauma, again, go back to last episode, it has a lot to do with listening. Mm -hmm. Or two episodes ago or whatever. Knowing how to listen is all of communication. So listen, because no one wants to talk about their childhood trauma. I mean, if you do, cool, that's awesome, go for it. But a lot of times it's just buried in our arguments or when, when emotions are high. And yeah. that's with you. You kept saying things like stupid, idiot, dumb, whatever. And I'm like, I had to tell you like, hey, I think you are smart. I think you're actually exceptionally smart. And I had to keep reaffirming that. And I'd be like, where are you getting this idea that you're dumb? Because I've never said it. I, st I mean, I don't even know. Right. So to answer the question of how do you deal with childhood trauma or whatever with your partner is listen. They'll tell you without telling you if you just listen. Mm -hmm. Well, I also feel like this question we're going to have to circle back around after we have kids because I've heard a lot too. It comes out in your parenting, like hmm. things from your childhood. Yeah. You know, like, and, and you see that in well, a that, lot of that people. That was like the people, Jillian Michaels. Right. But even like, or... you know, people who like, whose parents were extremely, extremely strict and they weren't allowed to do anything. So they let their kids run wild. Right. You know, so like you see those things come out because it's like, well, my mom never let me do this, so I'm going to let my daughter. Yeah. And, and I feel like in the parenting, you're going to see those reflections come out a lot more because I'm sure there's a lot that we're not even, we don't even necessarily know. I wonder if that's only the case for extremes, though. I don't think so. Because like I can't tell you one thing my mom or dad didn't let me do that, that I can think of off the top of my no, head. No, I don't think that, but I think that there's like other things. Hmm. You know, it doesn't yeah, have to be that example, back. but in a couple years. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm so nervous. So I actually wrestle with this now. I'm so nervous. This is kind of off the topic, but on the topic as well. I'm nervous for our kids to have trauma. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that it's a part of life and it's going to happen and you can't stop, you can't bubble your kid. And I like, I wrestle with it now and we don't even have, the kid's not even in the world yet. And I get really emotional about it because I don't, I just don't want them to ever feel pain. But it's also like me getting emotionally and physically abused by my brother and cousins and stuff. And it's like, it made me who I am today. And like, yeah, I have, I can be sensitive about certain things because I like still hold on to some stuff, but also like it drives me in other areas of my life, you know? 
and there are people who have some serious like i don't have real any trauma right but there are people who have like serious trauma and a lot of them end up you know addicts whatever but a lot of them too end up using it for good and it's like i i'm battling with like i'm battling with it being okay that our kids aren't going to be happy all the time and they're going to be quote-unquote traumatized at some point or they're going to like we're going to yell well, at they're them. They're going to get made gonna... fun of by somebody. They're going right. to get rejected. Right. They're going exactly. to get They're going to get heartbroken. They're going right. to everything. So They're going to get in a fight with a friend or whatever it is. And just trusting and having faith that <laughs> it it's all for good. Mhm. That's what I'm wrestling with now and our kid is <laughs> still growing in your right, stomach. So right. it's like well in your cervix or whatever. Definitely not in my cervix, in, in my your uterus. Uterus. Yeah, I get, I get the two mixed yeah. up. Okay. It comes out of the cervix. Yeah, well, it'll dilate the cervix and pass through there okay. into the vagina and out. Okay. Oh, um, the vagina is different. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. learning. Well, the cervix is up in the vagina. So there's like in the vaginal canal. The uterus the... is the ho- <laughs> the uterus is the home base. The cervix the baby is right the now. cervix is like the doorway. So the, yeah, slash, it is the doorway. Yes. Right? So right now, like it's really important that my cervix is closed. You don't want to start dilating until you're toward the end. Okay. So the cervix is so closed. How do you keep that closed? There's nothing I can do. Kegels it's just your, or nothing. No, that doesn't affect okay. your cervix. So naturally, most people's cervix stays closed because your body, first of all, like wants to protect it from anything coming in, any infection, wants to protect the baby. So it keeps that closed. And Mm. then you can start dilating at like, I don't know, like I could start dilating at 38 weeks and I could be walking around at a three for three weeks before I have the baby. Like Mm. it's crazy. So then the cervix will start to open and then that's when the baby starts coming through and then passes through the the vaginal canal and into our arms. Cool. Yeah. I'm learning. You're welcome, everyone, for that lesson. <laughs> um, all right. What have you grown to love about each other? What have I grown to love about know, you? So, I, like, I was, something I didn't love about you before, but like I love about you now. you didn't, yeah. <sighs> Nothing. I know. I couldn't really think of anything either. I'm, like, I'm obsessed with you, so... There's nothing really new that I've learned about you. You told me there was earlier. something, but I forgot already. You said I didn't fart like this when we were. Oh, dating. you no. This is not learning. This is you changing. No, babe. this is you. This is you <laughs> saying we should get a dog. I will pick up the poop every day, and me picking up the poop every week because it is just so obnoxiously everywhere. This is the same thing. This is us getting married, and all of a sudden you're forcing out farts forcing to the point where you stop breathing i could feel your body flex and then you go i couldn't help it no 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 that's exactly what you could have done (laughs) you could that's exact you definitely could have helped you could have helped not doing it that's that's a bait and switch right there you don't want to hold in farts you don't want to force them out either every once in a while it kind of feels good no yeah no yeah no so, uh, but I, you, no, no, you are, <laughs> let's just sit here for a second because Come you on. are flatulating way more than normal and yes. it's, and it's not okay. 
babe, I'm no, no, pregnant. No. It's a pregnancy I symptom. I can't no, help it. No, it's not. That is not a thing. It is babe, a thing. you can't blame everything on you being pregnant. <laughs> I don't blame everything on me being pregnant. A, a lot of pregnant people do. I, where they're like, well, what are you going to do? I'm pregnant. Oh, I'm babe, starving. Pregnant. You have I'm more gas when you're pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, Again, you should yeah. trust the doula. You get you get more gas when you eat beans. That's a fact. I haven't been eating beans. I get that. So why are you farting? Because so I'm much? pregnant. No, that no, <laughs> <laughs> not, not accepting it. Whatever, it's my answer. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, what have I grown to love about you? I don't know. I just love you so much. Sometimes I feel like. You, because you say you love me so much and that you're obsessed with me, sometimes I feel like you say that to convince yourself that you love me. <laughs> no. That you like me, but you want to love me. And that's something me. that you have to work through because I'm like earlier, literally, I was going through photos of uh, our honeymoon and just like every single one I was going past with you, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so sexy. Oh my gosh, I just love him so much. Oh, look, he's so cute right there. Oh my gosh, he's so handsome. Like these are my thoughts going through them. Just like obsessing over you in all of our photos. Okay, because sometimes I'm like, I don't believe you. Babe, and I don't say it, but I'm just like. You're so I'm always, I'm, Sometimes I'm like, you're a liar. And then I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you're the love of my life. I know you say that. I'm so in love with you. I know. I know you say that. You have to believe it. And why would you not believe that? Because I don't know, I've never had anybody say that. And I you you do a lot. So now I'm like, is she lying to me? No, I think because also words of affirmation is one of my love languages, so that's also how I show it. Yeah. And I I well, it's one of mine too. I can't But help you it. use so extreme such extreme words. Where you're like, I am so unbelievably obsessed with you. Where I'm like, okay, chill. You know? <laughs> I can't. I'm like, I don't, I don't buy it. You should. All right. $50. That's it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> My love's free for you, babe. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying, though? No, because I don't feel that way. Like, how could anybody be so obsessed with me? Because I'm like, well, he must be obsessed with me, too. <laughs> He must love me so much back. Yeah, like, no, I I love the shit out of you, but I'm saying like me. Like yeah. people like me. Yeah, but you're like the most amazing man I've ever met in my entire life. Right. Maybe, yeah, maybe I just don't believe that. Yeah, you are. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Okay. We should eye gaze tonight. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you're so ridiculous. Um. All right. Somebody asked if we were liking our new church because we talked about going to one. And if it's oh, a yeah. better fit. So we only went there so, for a few weeks. Funny story. We went there and it was really good. And then we went there again and it was really good. And then we went there again and it was terrible. Yeah. And then we went there again and it was even worse where we actually walked out. And I was like, what? It wasn't even a sermon. Was it was like the most awkward interview. They had they had the second lead pastor which no, don't it was get like me, the children's pastor and the something else no right but then he was interviewing two other pastors oh, of yeah. the church and they were just like talking. talking there wasn't it wasn't about anything there was like no sermon or message and we they sat were just through most of it and i was like 
I'm leaving. Until Are like you the, coming with me? Because I'm like leaving. Until like the last 10 minutes. They were literally just sitting up there talking. We're like, what's even happening right we now? We thought they were going to tie it together or no. It was just like, no. So I look and we're like in the middle of the lane or the aisle or whatever where we got to walk past people. I said, listen, I'm leaving. Are you coming? Because <laughs> I'm out of here. And we just straight up got up and left and we haven't gone back. But I've heard good things about, the, like I said, the first couple of weeks were, were awesome. So, but now with the quarantine, we're just, um, we're watching different sermons online. Yeah. And I tried watching the, the our old church's sermons. For Easter. Or whatever. And I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> the Easter one we watched was really good, but it was, it was like some random church sermon yeah, that no, your mom it wasn't, sent to right. us. It wasn't our like home um, church or whatever. Yeah. So when we get out of this, we'll figure it out. There's a, yeah. there's a couple I have in mind that I'd like to visit if you're open to it. But. Yeah, I'm down. So also I've been talking with Nick and I want to do like a uh, burgers, beers and Bible. Oh, I like that. Boys club. Yeah. <laughs> Where I have some guys over like once a month or something and we yeah. just grill out. Yeah. Get wasted and talk Babe, about come Jesus. On. Yeah, why not? Get out of here. My mom's going to comment on that for <laughs> sure. Um, okay. I have one like more serious question and then a couple more fun ones oh okay uh do you think that it's possible to fall out of love with your spouse i don't know i think it's i think it's definitely possible to fall out of love in general i think it's possible i think because every single person that we've talked to that's been married for like 30 40 50 years they're like you're gonna have ups and downs and there's gonna be times where you don't feel like you love them and there's gonna be like whatever that's true because i also feel like in love we tie it to a feeling. Mm-hmm. But when you choose love, like that's a choice and it goes so much deeper. Love does. Bob Goff. That's such a good book. Um, but ow, my foot fell asleep. I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah. So I guess listening Ouch. to my parents and aunts and uncles and stuff, to piggyback off what you were saying, there are, yeah, waves and valleys and whatever and and yeah sometimes my mom was like sometimes i look at your dad and i don't know who he is at all right and you know you're like who is this person and what did i do and whatever and then the next month you're just madly in love with them and whatever you know it's like it's life i don't know it's crazy well and i think the important thing is aside from if you are in an abusive relationship um to fight through it, to fight for each other, and to work it out. Like to, I think to stay that, curious. Like if, if right. you're feeling like you're out of love with your spouse, and again, yeah, they're not abusive. Like it's a healthy relationship. You just feel like you're out of love with them, and you're and you're seceding to that. Is that a word? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's a word. I don't know if it's used right. You're but succumbing to it. Sure. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm out of love with them. Oh, well, that's it. Then I'm out. And then you start checking out, and then you start checking out even more. And then you start looking elsewhere and then you start really disengaging. Well, that's not that's not what love does. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you choose love. And again, if you're in a healthy relationship and you just feel disconnected or whatever, well, fight for that person. Fight for yeah. your relationship. I think it's really important to remember why. What made you fall in love with them in the first place? Yeah, like but why? even that, like even why we fell in love might not be the reason why we love each other in five I years. I get it, but for me, I feel like I don't know. That brings back the, the like tingly feelings and the, you know, like I, I guess the curiosity of like Staying who was curious, he yeah. then and who is he now and and again 
I also think if you feel like you're falling out of love with your spouse, like therapy, therapy, therapy. I feel like then yeah, you're not it. you're not communicating. You know, I feel like we like then you've stopped fighting for each other and you're not communicating. But when you're communicating or fighting, like at least you're working towards something. Yeah. And also, too, it, when you are communicating, it's important to focus on like what's possible and what's positive and the opportunities and, and what's good. Cause even this, uh, one of my coaching clients, um, we, he journals. So I'm like, okay, well, what do you journal about? And it's always like, well, what I could have done better that day. I'm like, why don't you for the next couple of weeks journal about your top three wins every day? Mm-hmm. Even if it's nothing, just write it down. What you did well that day or what, what went well, what you did good, even if the day totally sucked, there's always something that could like that you can pull out of it. And he's been doing it. He's like, it's so weird how like I can actually go back in my journal now and I'm not nervous to. Mm-hmm. And to look at what I sucked at. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. who wants to do that? So like if you're communicating with your partner, you're falling out of love with and they're like, well, I like I like badminton. And you're like, badminton. You know, like this kid's an idiot, whatever. Instead of being like, Oh, Batman, cool. Why? You know, like, see it as a positive. See it as, like, an opportunity. Can we play Batman together, you know, or whatever? So it's it's all about coming at it with a, a, a better approach, too. But, yeah, if it's not something, communication that you guys can do well together, then get counseling or mm-hmm. get, you know, Christian counseling or whatever. Yeah. All right. So something positive. Your favorite moment with each other this month. This month? I, honestly, I think every day seeing seeing your bump. Really? Yeah. You're so sweet. It's it, like it's so wild. It's so wild. See, like was... every night when you get undressed and you're like brushing your teeth and stuff, I just stare at you like, "What is going on?" Like this, and you glow, and you like think you're ugly or whatever. You are so yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, I don't right recognize now. my body at all. You glow. It's like. You're so sweet, babe. You're the best. Um, I'd say one of my favorite moments with you this month was when we had sex on the couch because for some reason that's my favorite. And since Brooke moved in, we haven't gotten to. (laughs) So that was nice. You just like it because we leave the blinds open. We do sometimes. <laughs> Our neighbors for sure have seen some action going on. I mean, we can't now with these windows. With our old windows, you couldn't really see it. Yeah, these windows are super clean. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, all right. Another positive one. What makes you genuinely happy? Just in general? Mm-hmm. <sighs> being silly like i i don't know you know yeah. like sometimes you're like in a silly mood and the other and the people you're with are in a silly mood and oh, you're that's just the vi- best. yeah yeah, yeah. Gen- like yeah that just makes me so happy yeah laughter's the best or when just when i'm around people and everyone's really happy mm-hmm. and no one's like blah no mm-hmm. not, not that you're sad or whatever just no one's everyone's high energy Ah, mm-hmm. i could do it forever <laughs> i love that what about you yeah, I, I love the silly one. That's a good one. I just, I don't, I feel like little things, like just being able to walk outside barefoot in the grass and the smell of earth mm-hmm. <laughs> and
and you know seeing people that you haven't in a long time like i or i love like hearing good news from people mm-hmm. when people are like oh my gosh like guess what happened you know and they share like good news of something that happened yeah. in their life the, you know? the other day i saw um a ups lady uh rocking out in her car yeah and i was like this makes Get me it. happy yeah, yeah i like that mm-hmm. a lot um all right so or amazon i don't know ups or amazon somebody said all about the baby which i feel like the baby, I feel the baby moves sometimes. I don't sleep yeah, that well. Yeah, I, I haven't felt the baby yet. <laughs> yeah, but it'll we, be a little yeah, while. It's you're still, you're only like half. And then there. I saved the best for last. Oh yeah. Sex while pregnant from both perspectives. It's great for me. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you have a bump, and you're you're definitely bigger, um, but it hasn't like gotten in the way yet. Right um and honestly i've been working more so like i work less mm, so i do more work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Without, you know mm-hmm. yeah so for me it's even <laughs> more cushion <laughs> oh goodness uh which of course is great um and you've actually been more in the mood i feel which again is great. So for me, I don't get weirded out by the whole pregnant pregnancy thing. I think I'm gonna be weirded out when the baby's in our, in the room, because hmm. I get weirded out when Hutch is in the room. I can't focus. If he's just over in the corner on the floor, right? But sometimes sleeping, he's in it, and I'm sometimes like, sometimes Hutch get is like out of here, dude. We're like SWAT, like kicking him away, like dude, leave us alone. Yeah, and that, mostly when we're on the couch. Right. I don't know if I'll be able to do it when the baby's in the room. We're not going to have a choice, babe. Sometimes. We'll figure it out. I'm nervous. When the baby's sleeping. Yeah, and then you don't want to wake him up. They won't. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um. No No need to get stressed now. Um. Yeah, I feel like... Um, I feel like up until recently... I mean, for I know for some people, they get really sick and... Just people, I mean, I've read about it on both sides. Like women lose their sex drives. A lot of men will lose their sex drive when the woman's pregnant. Um, And I feel like for me, it never like completely left. But I feel like there was a period where I'm like, we could have sex. We could not have sex. Yeah, you you definitely went through a period like that. and, And I wasn't really like initiating, but I also wasn't saying no, you know, Mm -hmm. so... Um, we've never like, besides the first two weeks in my pregnancy when I had diarrhea and a yeast infection, yeah, gross. <laughs> besides that, um, I mean, we've been pretty consistent throughout. So also Liz was saying that she's like, oh, it's good when we have sex while I'm pregnant because when I feel something, then the baby feels something and they can potentially be more happy or something like that. Yeah. Well, when you're happy, when, so when you orgasm during pregnancy and you feel pleasure you release these endorphins and the baby feels those happy good endorphins and feels happy and good not that wild yeah and like if I, they i mean they feel stress when you feel stress mm-hmm. you know they they definitely feel things so um but yeah i, I feel like the last couple of weeks it's been picked up a little bit um i feel like the only thing that sucks is like the schedule like 
when when you are working Mm -hmm. and then you come home and i'm like in the middle of making dinner and then we eat and then clean up and then you know you work on stuff at home too so even if i've been feeling a little randy during the day then i'm like oh it's nine o'clock now like yeah bedtime (laughs) you know so we made it work during during sextober though we did so i mean it's definitely a possibility but i feel like i get weirded out with my bump a little bit i don't get weirded out it's weird you just don't feel attractive i do i don't and i've said like i've said that to Vito. like i've stopped several times during and been like i just don't feel sexy (laughs) you know i like look down and i'm like oh my gosh like (laughs) there's a bump and i don't even recognize my boobs (laughs) so (laughs) whose boobs are these they're not mine they're massive oh my gosh everything about them is different color shape size i don't know whose they are they're yours well they're they're the babies they're mine and the babies (laughs) yes they're not mine anymore that's for sure um i do feel like it's hard for me to feel sexy but i don't ever that doesn't ever stop me i'm never like oh i feel too insecure to have sex you know yeah I'm like, oh, I don't really feel sexy. Whatever, Vito will like it anyways. Yeah, I always <laughs> like it, so. And, and then I always do feel better about myself after, too. Yeah, because you're fine as hell, girl. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've heard that as you get bigger, it gets more uncomfortable and you have to get a little more creative. So Yeah, I'm sure. That's why, see. like, right now it's not really an issue, as right. far as placement goes. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's all, always different positions mm-hmm. to help positioning. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just what I should write is a pregnancy sex book. I'm sure there's some out there. What was that noise? Nothing. You farted, babe? <laughs> babe, I couldn't help you it. You farted mid You were talking and you <laughs> I farted. See, I didn't push it out. I know, but It just babe, came out. Uh, you ha- you can't do that. I can't no, help it. No, you have to be some sort of psychopath to fart <laughs> while you're talking. That's not a thing, babe. This doesn't exist. I'm going to, babe, look up. Like your breath didn't change. Usually. Because <laughs> some... I wasn't pushing it out. I told you. So I'm not you just have actively a, You have a leaky to... <laughs> butthole then. You can't. That's You have to get that medically checked out. Babe, I'm doing pelvic floor therapy right now. Oh. It's not an issue, babe. It's it's pregnancy. Babe, be a lady. You be a lady. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you just did that. Babe. I can't. And you didn't it. even like you nothing happened. You you Because blew, you're trying you to claim earlier, like, oh, you're just forcing him out now. So I feel like my body subconsciously was like, We're gonna prove to him we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You're an animal. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I just love you so much. I love you, too. Thanks for loving me. Of course. All right. I got a shower. I haven't showered yet today. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. This was fun. It was fun um, answering the questions and definitely let us know what you want to hear. I can't. I can't finish. (laughs) Sorry. What you guys want to hear next week. Um yeah uh we hope everybody is enjoying i know quarantine can make you a little crazy but definitely 
don't take your family for granted and enjoy the time that you get to spend with loved ones. Hey, how about this? For those of you who have kids or who have funny birthing stories, yeah, write us in. I want to. I want to hear like positive, funny birthing stories. Like, I don't know. Johnny passed out and pooped his pants, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Funny stuff. Send it in. I'm excited. Okay, sounds good. All right, cool. we love you guys. Bye. Bye.